0: everybody and welcome to another episode of X-Files Talk X-Files, the only podcast that when challenged on its body odour simply answers stinky good. <laughs> I'm your host David Harwood and joining me from X-Files.news this week I have Roy and Jessa once again. Hello to both of you. Hello, thank you it's for having us back. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're going to pick up where we left off. We're going to talk about some other really good Season 7 episodes. Uh, specifically, we're doing X-Cops Fruit to Chimera. Uh, but first of all, um, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, this episode, despite being uh, recorded a little bit ahead of time, is actually going out the day after Thanksgiving. So... Uh,
1: Everyone Ooh. is still in their turkey coma yes. or they're out shopping at 5 a.m. for a new television. Uh, but so they-
0: just just lie there or stand there in queue outside of Walmart and uh, listen to us bullshit about some X-Files. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, double good news, this is actually the 30th episode of this podcast. Wow. So...
2: Uh, nice.
0: Yeah. People have actually been listening to us for this long.
1: Yay! I didn't even realize we had done that many.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I have. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm further ahead, but still.
0: So we are getting ever closer to the revival, so... Normally I do this at the end of each podcast, but um, since we're talking about Black Friday, let's do it up front. Um, just, if you want to support this podcast, you can, and it's super easy. Just go to xfiles,talkxfiles.com, and there is a big Amazon.com logo there. Click on that and you can shop away to your heart's content, get Cyber Monday deals, uh, do your Christmas shopping on there. Uh, It won't cost you anything extra, but uh, what you've actually clicked on is an affiliate link. So a little bit of the money that you spend after clicking through that onto Amazon, a little bit of that money will come back and help support this podcast and uh, just keep basically help us to pay the cost of getting the files online and keeping them there so that you can download them for free. Uh, so if you could do that, that'd be awesome because I know everyone's doing a ton of shopping online this time of year because uh, they don't want to face the crowds. <laughs> yeah, um, I, know, I mean. don't. Yep. Um, and also, while you're at xfiles dot com, you can click on contact button and you can send us some questions because we like to answer listeners' questions at the top of every show. Uh, this week, uh, the question that we have comes from Theon Franklin. And the question is, what is your favorite episode ending? Mm. Which I think holds the prize for the most difficult question yes, that we've had hands answered. Down. Yes. hands
1: down. So, hands down. So many.
2: That's like asking, what is your favorite episode? It's like, yeah.
0: That's, <laughs> that's actually a little bit easier,
2: I think. Oh, no. Uh, um. I,
1: I, mean,
2: like, I don't know. Shipper and me. <laughs> 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 um. I mean, like, okay. I have I, okay. Now, now it's up to three. I'm gonna cheat and say, <laughs> um, "The shipper and me." I'm sorry. The end of existence because they make out. i It was just. I remember being in ninth grade and seeing them make out and being like, my brain exploded because I couldn't understand that that was happening. And I remember my jaw dropped, and it was just like I was on this high for like a week. It was insane. So, I mean, I have to give props to that. And then um, I really do enjoy the end of Bad Blood because it's just a story upon a story upon a story. And I thought that was a perfect, essentially, exactly perfect ending. And um, third one, well, I forgot it, so I guess it's not that important. So those are my top two. All right.
1: Um I, like, I thought about it a little bit. Like, the first one that, like, really, like, kind of pokes me, like, to pick it is the end of Amor Fati, um, which was David and Chris. And I think you really see, like, some David shine through at the end of this episode. Um, and it's, it's definitely, obviously, the shipper choice. Um, but it's such <laughs> a... Like, for Mulder and Scully, like, the way I always saw it, like, they were, like, moving in that direction. Like, they had gotten to that point where it was, like, time for them to, like, make a change in the relationship anyway, and I think through all that Mulder went through, he... Basically what he says to Scully is, like, you know, it doesn't matter what else is going on, like, you're always gonna be, you know, my constant, my touchstone. Like, she's, like, always... Like the one he turns to, like no matter what, doesn't care, he? Doesn't care that Diana Fowley is dead and murdered. <laughs> He's just like I don't care, I don't give a shit, Scully.
2: Um, it him a like, good point of why that's a fantastic um, episode ending because yeah, and... Awesome. And,
1: and, <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, and you know, Dana Scully always needs a little bit of time to cope with something like that, but he just like lays it out for her, and like I think she she. Kind of tells him as much as she can, but then she's like, I gotta go, Mulder, like, I left the oven on, we'll just continue this another time.
0: Well, in Diana Diana Farley's defense, I mean, he has a little bit of his brain missing at that point, too, Uh, so, you know.
1: Not an important part, (laughs) except until, surprise, season eight. (laughs) Mulder was dying I I don't really accept that as canon anyway so we can move on from it Um, but I think it's such a strong scene between the two of them um, and it really is symbolic of their
2: relationship so I love it I don't get why she stops by and then immediately leaves, though.
1: Yeah. Well, she came to tell him that Diana Fowley was dead, and because she needed an excuse to see him, we can work this out in our timeline.
2: I guess uh, so, because she just shows up. She shows up with a little too peppy of a knock, if yeah. I may say so myself.
1: She's like,
2: Diana Fowley ding, dong, <laughs> <dead."> Yeah, kind <laughs> Like, ba bum ba-bum, but she, yeah, she doesn't even, like, cross the threshold into his apartment. She just stands out there, and she's oh, like... Oh,
1: and plus when, you know, they hug it out, and then she, like, kisses his forehead, and it is inappropriately long. um, Like, that is not, like, you I don't care. Like, your best friend, you wouldn't do that. Um, So is... is she, she, yeah. she, like, she like almost looks like she's gonna go for it, and then she's, like, surprised, but she's still...
2: The first time I saw it, I thought she went for it, and you had collapsed um, on the floor. I basically did because I, I, I well, like I pretty sure she went for it. But then when I saw her pull away, I was like,
1: no, heartbroken. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, the
2: fingers on the lips, Oh, God. Wh- okay, let's move on. <laughs> like
1: it's it's like almost like you know, Scully, it takes her forever for this type of stuff. Like, I'm not surprised that she needed more time to, like, handle her feelings, but... She's gonna but get me amped up. We need to move no. on. Like the way she do, it's almost like, it's like her promised him that, like, she's gonna get there, but she just needs more time. And we we do need to move on. <laughs> because we need to go on. Like, for an hour. Was All
0: that right. was that the only episode ending that you had, or did you... Yes. Not, you had a list? Okay. I... I I did, I struggled with this question. Um so so I ha- so I have three that I thought of. Uh, basically I was trying to think of maybe the most I mean, the thing I love about the exorcists is they don't spell stuff out that they kind of often leave it for you to kind of make your own mind up about what's true and what isn't and that's one of the things that I really love about the second movie. Oh. Um but I was trying to think of an episode that ended on that kind of note that it's really ambiguous as to what the outcome is and even after scrolling through every uh season (laughs) in the list of episodes i couldn't think of one that really stood out the best that i could come up with along those sort of lines was the end of squeeze where they capture tombs but it ends with him staring at the the small little uh, gate on his cell door go for it what is it detour yes Another yeah, good one.
2: Because, um, because, yeah, it's under her bed. He's still alive in this case.
0: Well, interestingly, the other two episodes that I came up with are both from season five. Um, end of Postmodern Prometheus is yeah. just an awesome ending with them oh, yeah. dancing it's to also share.
1: super unclear. It's like. I'm a little confused by that still, because, like, <laughs> it was, like, a party to, like, medical rape-like, and that's, like, hitting it lightly.
0: Oh, oh don't worry, we, we covered all of that in that podcast, <laughs> and we could be, be, at, we at can be moment, aware of that and still appreciate. Yeah, like, the, I, I
1: love the ending. <laughs> it's so good. I'm like Jesus. Like, you're like, this is wrong, but I love it. Yeah. um
0: It's so good that Cher Wist, she actually did participate yeah, in the episode. yeah.
1: I, I feel like we need to have, like, an X-Files concert as promotion for the revival, and we can invite Cher, and maybe, like, the Foo Fighters, um... And is it
0: Carl Zero who did the, uh, the Season 9 episode with all the music? I don't know,
2: but we have to invite Filter, because that's yeah. Robert Patrick's brother, is the late yeah, singer. Yeah, we can
1: invite, yeah, um, we, we could have David, now David sings, he could sing us something,
2: um uh let's see we could we have
1: moby moby can come up and <laughs> i don't know mix something on stage
2: be <laughs> like x-file woodstock yeah
0: cal zero is the guy Stone. who did all the music in uh improbable okay
2: ah. yeah
0: so yeah we gotta have him in there
2: yes And Moby
0: do the yeah.
1: hollywood bowl in los angeles so this is a good idea actually let's do
0: it. okay yeah well, you get it sorted and i will be there
1: okay I'll, um, I'll quit
0: my job and go organize this concert. So. Do it. I think that's an awesome idea. Um, on oh, 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 my, my third answer uh, for favorite episode ending it was actually, and this has surprised me. I surprised myself on this one. Uh, Christmas Carol, yeah. where she gets the DNA oh. results, and she's like, according to this, I'm Emily's mother.
2: Um, that was
0: pretty... That was... Uh... Which is a pretty kind of... If you didn't know what was going to happen, it's a pretty kind of left field sort of cliffhanger. And yeah. It's better than Mulder jumping onto the train that there may or may not be a bomb on.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Scully's saying, I'm pregnant. And then... Yeah, because at that point you oh, didn't know if the show God. was coming back. And that would have...
1: That would just, like, destroy your brain for... Jesse's you have no record. idea. Um,
2: Seventh grade Jessa was just like, so <laughs> eat gosh. me. I was like, "What? How dare they? The gull. Oh my God! I'm gonna write a strongly worded letter." I don't know. Like, I just was so. Uh, X Files just dominated my life. You know, let's just not go
0: there. Well, I'm glad you got over that fixation. So, <laughs> Congratulations! I <It's> think <true. laughs> I matured and grew out of it. Yep, yeah. my
1: mom always said I would grow out of my X
2: Files please. My mom, my mom's like, "This this kid's obsessed." She's saying Bob. 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 I, I was going to say that because my dad's just Bob. She's like Bob. She's staying with it. She's obsessed with Bob. No <laughs> <laughs> way I around it, Bob. I love
1: your
2: parents. Uh, my parents are hysterical. But thanks to Bob, um, that's why I watch X Files. Yeah, my dad see would Bob
1: is let me friendly. stay up
2: because they were on Friday nights and he liked the X Files and he let me stay up. My mom wanted me to go to bed, but he was is like. Is Bob yeah. going
1: to watch the new episodes?
2: Uh yeah, my dad and I are gonna watch them together. Adorably, actually. That's so unique. I know. Okay, move on.
0: <laughs> so, listeners, if you have your own question, uh, go to xfiles talk files dot com and uh, send it in to us, and we'll be happy to answer it. Yes. Um, mm. But yeah, God, that was a hard one. Indeed. Favorite episode ended. So let's go on there. And this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be a hard episode to talk about. Um, because all I want to do is just quote uh, pretty much the entire episode, the entire... and for things that aren't quotes that are visual things, I just wanted to describe them to you. Um, <laughs> so X cops Ben
2: um, wow. Gilligan, that was so amazing. It's, I know it's,
0: it's yeah. awesome. It's incredible, it's... and I did
2: rewatch it, and I paid full attention.
1: How
2: can you Uh-oh. not pay attention to cats? It just draws you in. Wait, Everything tr- about it is amazing. Scully, like Scully's sarcasm and oh, so, it's so like on um, Because the FBI
1: yeah. has nothing to hide. Both yeah. of them,
0: both of them are just so sort of heightened, but in a hyper realistic oh way, and it's just it's incredible. Oh,
2: it is. And then you know, of course, and then choosing to directing it, you know, like. Like an episode. How they action. do on X Cops. Like it was just brilliant and it was oh, I love the episode. Yeah.
1: So. They it's I, I know there are some like I've heard like some like you know, people who really hate it, like I've heard both. Like whereas everyone just about everyone loves Bad Blood. Yeah, I've the heard, people like, that more. don't
0: like this are wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You> <laughs> they are. It's it's so good. It's like Mulder and Skelly, like in their element and um, this is like how it would actually happen, like all the crazy cases that they investigate where you don't see all of it. This is how like a lot of it happens, is this craziness. Um, and I love the Haunt of and Stephen Eadey. I love Stephen Eadey.
2: Oh, Stephen Eadey, they're so adorable. <laughs> they're they're my favorite.
0: I just love that scene where they're having the domestic argument and Mulder is just laughing in the background as they're <laughs> arguing. Just. Just everything um, about this episode, every scene has just got some golden moments in it. Yeah. And, yes. And even though I know everything is coming, because I've seen this episode so many times, it still just makes me laugh out loud. Yeah. And um, the bit where he's explaining his theory towards the beginning about it being a werewolf while the <laughs> the deputy is Aww. being treated on the ambulance and stuff... And the, uh, the woman police officer, or if she's a sheriff or whatever, is just kind of, can I see what? your badge again?":
2: Yeah. <laughs> the
1: whole, and when they get like a, you know, held up when they're investigating and they have their hands up and that, that happened before. Like Mulder and Scully would get like arrested while investigating, I mean they have, but um, it's, it's just like what would happen if we let Mulder and Scully out into the real world?
2: I actually had that thought, like, what if I was, like, stumbling, like, I was in my backyard, and I saw them investigating, I would just feel, besides, you know, the normal response, no effing way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, um, be like, what are you doing out here with the FBI investigating some paranormal shit? So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she hates the cameramen. I love her hatred for the cameramen. It's so, like, pure. How <laughs> much she hates them.
2: This. God, I love her. I'm sorry. I love <laughs> <laughs> her. I hate you guys. She, like, slams the bag in the closet. Kind of, she's kind of a bitch in this episode. I don't like using that word against females, but you know I,
1: charges, but she's,
2: she's an HBIC, for sure, but oh, I love her. Oh. Anyway, but, um... And, you know, even, like, even in the beginning, like, you are talking about the golden moments. Like, even starting with, like, the officer and, um... And you're like, what did you see? And like, you know, his reluctance to talk about, you know, what he saw. He's just like, game bangers, you know, like, <laughs> it must before, have been. yeah, like it's just moment after moment till the very end. I don't know. I want to go oh.
1: watch this episode again right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you, it's
0: amazing. It's so good. So it is. It is. <sighs> um, to get a little bit less gushy about it. Um, obviously, this is the episode where you don't really see the monster yeah. um, but it's all about the idea that fear kills and stuff and i thought that that's kind of appropriate this day and age when basically the US, u.s. news media is all about promoting fear yeah,
1: like ebola um, remember when we were all going uh, to of ebola a few months ago uh-huh. and just, none of us died of ebola uh-huh.
0: <laughs> just everything to do with local news or just even national news is all just about making people scared it's like, coming up at nine, why you should be afraid of this?
1: Yeah, yeah, just the other day, the article on eating meat causing cancer and how we're all going to die. Oh,
2: whatever, I'm still eating bacon.
1: I had bacon last night, so.
2: (laughs) I will eat more bacon. I don't care if it's a carcinogen. Yes. Uh,
0: Anyway.
1: Anything they can think of to keep the 24-hour news cycle going, so.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that that was kind of interesting, I not sure how bad it was back then but it's certainly bad right now so So maybe that's something else that they'll touch on in the revival who knows
1: yeah well there's going to be i think some like newer age like edward snowden you know whistleblower surveillance and all that yeah there's been all those drones in the promos so
0: it's gonna be good yeah and I, I guess they're also um, doing product placement for um, screen doors as well because we keep yeah. having that shot in the promos of Mulder coming yeah. out into his Even, porch. like a
1: particularly like great shot, Mulder right? <laughs> well, in his sunglasses and like an army jacket coming out of an old screen door, coming to your television in January. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, this winter he's going outside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: All right, so before we get into more gushing and just i i know that we can descend like we did with bad blood into just quoting the entirety mm. of that episode maybe we should just go ahead on to the next one first person yeah. shooter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which um is actually quite a mirror piece to to bad blood because bad blood uh was actually following an episode by william gibson and tom maddox And this time it's flip-flopped. So we have uh, them doing their second episode. The first one was obviously Kill Switch Mm. in Season 5. And this is their second one.
1: These guys love guns and explosions. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much covering the exact same themes (laughs) as Kill Switch, uh, but in a different way.
1: Yeah, and they just give Mulder and Scully really large guns.
0: Yeah. It's pretty much about... Technology is really, really cool. Um... That, intelli- you know, that artificial intelligence, is really cool and really scary, and that women look beautiful, but they can also kick your ass. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, I know it's not like. And apparently, we favorite. feed
0: off your testosterone.
1: Yeah, um, yes. I, I, I'm not like a huge fan of it, so I don't like despise it, but. Um, when Scully comes out with like the glasses and like all suited, like all five foot three inches of this woman with this gun, it's, like <laughs> half her size, and she's like ready to like shoot the hell out of some stuff. Um, I love that scene there, but um, and there's some fun like Mulder Scully stuff, but um, I think for their episodes, I'd prefer Kill Switch, but
0: uh, Kill Switch yeah. is phenomenal, so I mean, yeah. um, they you know had a challenge to beat that anyway but this is a really good episode it's obviously a lot of money got thrown at it but yeah kill switch is something else
1: yeah there's some really great fun stuff in here it's enjoyable malta gets the, his yaya's yeah, out
2: the gamer <laughs> in me would love to do this in real life that would be awesome if i could be thrown into a situation where i had to fight stuff
1: well, that, like, awesome. alley that they're in, like, like the scene at, like, the part at night, where, yeah. like, in the game, like, I've been to that alley before, it's not as cool in the daylight. <laughs> um, there's no video game. It's, like, a factory in, like, Los Angeles. It's actually right down the road from the bank in Monday. Oh, okay. Um, Makes just, sense. That, that one's a cool location to visit. Um, I recommend. You don't have to go to this alley, <laughs> but the Monday bank, but... Um, it would be really cool. Chris Carter talked about a possible video game for the revival, but there hasn't really been any official movement. Oh, home. my gosh. I and he would. talked about doing, like, a, a virtual reality. Because uh, he talked about, he, I think what he was talking about was Google Cardboard and how someone had just showed him that and how that would be really cool. But uh, we discussed it a little bit um, kind of in a chat recently, and we all... Came to the conclusion that we just get distracted by Mulder and Scully. And, like, Kai joked that she just want to, like, pet their hair. We wouldn't, like, go anywhere with it. So, it would be interesting. <laughs> Virtual reality, Mulder and Scully.
0: And it's quite interesting. This is the only episode that Chris Carter directed that he didn't write.
1: Yeah. I wonder why that is, if there's a reason for it. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: it, It's probably something to do with the fact that maybe Rob Bowman was... Already tied up with stuff, and so was Kim Manners and
1: but he just—it was and, just kind of uh, had to happen. Uh,
0: yeah, I think it was maybe like some sort of scheduling sort of thing, and the—I uh, don't know. Maybe he felt he'd worked on the script a lot with them, and so he
1: yeah.
0: felt it was only appropriate that he stepped in to do that. But I always thought that was kind of interesting.
1: I don't think there's any, like, information... It's not, like, a hard-hitting episode where they, would, like, in-depth interview Chris Carter about it, so... No, Um no. Yeah.
0: And shout-out to Consent Zimmer for playing Phoebe. Mm. Um, yeah. Because she went on to be an entourage, and uh, I like her. I just wanted to shout her out. No reason. I You're bet okay. she
1: does <laughs> this podcast, so...
0: Oh, sure she does.
1: I think so. Like she- Cher does, too, because Cher... She's Goals. one of the
0: dozen people that download on a weekly basis.
2: Yeah, I think so. <sighs> I, no, I just go. want to play video games. Done.
0: <laughs> and the only other thing I have to say is, I like, I really like this episode. Um, but the only other thing I have to say right now is that it's quite interesting. It gives us some insight into how the lone gunman actually finance uh, their newsletter and their lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah getting stock options in uh, Silicon Valley yeah
1: if anyone would it would be a lone gunman I feel like they'd give Mulder advice too although it's kind of not official official but um, almost like universal like fandom headcanon is that like Mulder's loaded anyway but
2: he'd have to be does he get a
0: snowcat on such short notice also, um,
2: growing up in a house in Quantico, like seriously, yeah. Martha's been here. Yeah, both a of the
1: summer, summer, yeah. summer
0: house, a summer house,
1: yeah. And anyway. then all the money. His mother lives in Greenwich, <laughs> like. So, anyway.
0: Well, when your dad is one of the uh, designers of the fate of mankind, you know, you can afford a summer house in Quantico too. Oh, yeah.
1: This is America. You can be a self-made syndicate member
0: it's the american dream is just <laughs> to uh, conspire <laughs> with alien beings to wipe out your fellow mankind and well, get a summer opinion. house in Quantico. talk
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would i think that's my life goal actually so
2: well we'll work on it anyway yeah.
1: next time <laughs>
0: <laughs> after you've finished obsessing with the revival that's what you can focus your time mm-hmm.
1: on. that's a good idea okay well let's
0: go let's go to Fief then. Yes. Yes. And uh, let's talk microwaves.
2: <laughs> this guy was Popping corn. Oh
1: god, he's just
0: Microwave, so... I heard tell such a thing. Oh my gosh, we're just gonna quote it, aren't
1: we? He's <laughs> such a plus this episode, David years, features <coughs> some great Mulder and Scully flirtation. Um, I was going to say,
2: the uh, shipper in me is not going to be able to contain itself. Yeah,
1: probably. pretty good in this episode. They are, like, they kind of poured on a little bit in this episode. Um, You do keep me guessing.
0: (sighs) Okay, so, um, anyway,
2: um, this episode um, obviously has has to do...
1: Doesn't it have Kuru?
2: I was going to say voodoo, but...
1: But it also has cou like, what, one of the diseases or whatever. Yes, it's yes, he,
2: coo- like, yeah, he was found to have kuru, which, like, no, kuru doesn't exist in the United States, um, like, at all. Um, anyway, um, uh, I love the whole kind of concept of it, and I love that at the end, you see a little bit of Scully skepticism swaying, like, oh, snaps. Yeah. The
1: scene where she's blind is oh. oh, so disconcerting. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I actually like the
2: episode. I don't even know why. Like, I just, I don't know. It's a little creepy. Um,
1: Says the fan of the show about aliens and <laughs> serial killers. <laughs>
2: I don't know, it's just it's just one of those episodes that creeps me out and like the MRI scene. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. Oh
0: was, yeah. I mean uh, you can see it coming a mile off and it's just such right. an, an ominous build to the inevitable bit where she gets fried.
2: Uh, yeah, I guess I guess because it's creepy, like with Scully's eyes and everything. Like maybe that's why I like it, because it like genuinely kind of makes me cringe a little bit. So.
0: It's it's creepy because you know we as an audience know what's coming. We can see what he's doing, but he's not where they are. So he's controlling them yeah. from outside of whatever scene that they are in. And yeah, it's like a real Hitchcockian kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, I love it. Yes. Solid episode. The one problem I have for the episode is that why do they send them to a remote cabin? (laughs) <laughs> it just yeah. it's like oh we need some like uh, four fact creepiness here so let's go out into the middle of nowhere True, yeah, because that's where some backwards guy would not be is out in the middle of nowhere
2: <laughs> yeah, I would fly like them across apartment. the
0: country let's stick them in New York or even Atlanta or somewhere just get them away from where they're at and, you know, put them in witness protection style for a little bit or something. But no, let's stick them out in a remote cabin in the middle of the woods and this guy's not gonna find them out there. Of course he is. <laughs> uh interesting tidbit though, the guy who uh, plays R L P D, uh Billy Drago, his son is um Darren E. Burrows, who was Bernard in Monday.
1: Oh, okay. Hmm. I, know, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Bernard, Bernard makes poor life choices. So indeed, yeah, creepy. I'm not usually creeped out by the X Files. I'm not sure why, but this episode does creep me out a bit. Like Justin
0: said, well, I think the thing with the X Files is growing up watching it. It makes you immune to a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that you can watch a movie where there's like dead bodies and stuff in it, and everyone else is getting really affected around you, and it's like, okay, let's cut them open.
1: Yeah, <laughs> what are we waiting yeah. for? Yeah. <laughs> Autopsy time. Um, the X Files has yeah. trained us.
0: X Files has desensitized us.
1: It has. It has. I I feel like that way because when I work with like gross stuff at work, I'm usually not that affected either. Like gross, freaky shit. So
0: I'm sure if it was in real life, I would be like Langley and free of a kind, but um, <laughs> watching TV and movies, it's like, okay, what else do you got?
1: Yeah, bring it on. That's not that bad. <laughs>
0: uh, Although, um I, I did confess this previously was when we did the uh when I rewatched the plastic surgery episode
1: ah oh, sanguinarium. the uh,
0: the yeah. uh the teaser was uh worse than I remembered it the the, li- of the liposuction things. bit Oh,
2: that is uh. like you're right that is the worst I think you're right that is
1: yeah that is pretty
2: gruesome and of course that I was is...
0: eating at the time <laughs> <laughs>
2: That, and then, like, the whole scalping of the face, but yeah, you're right. Um, the opening of Sanguinarium is probably the one that gets me the most <laughs> anyway. So, should we talk about enemies?
0: Yes,
1: CGB Spender.
0: So, let's preface, let's preface by saying it's the episode written by William B. Davis, so that's yes.
2: Man himself, and because directed by Rob Bowman.
0: Yeah. He Was annoyed that we're now in the seventh season of the show and he had not had one one scene with Jillian other than probably that one in the pilot. Although he he did actually have a scene, he had a scene in Closure, which I guess happened after he'd written this episode.
2: Yeah, the one where he's in her apartment. Yeah. I (sighs) I
0: think that that was probably just Chris and Frank being like, okay, he's going to say this is why he wrote this episode. And uh, we know that that's why he wrote it, so l- let's stick the scene in here because <laughs> we know we're going to get this on air before his episode.
2: <laughs>
0: so, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, basically this whole episode could be summed up in the exchange um, when Scully finds him in her rental car and she says, what the hell are you doing? And he replies, God's work, what else? Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, the whole episode is
1: there's some like i'm a little fuzzy on like how exactly skelly gets like changed and in bed without any recollection
2: of how that happened
0: he wanted to make her comfortable
1: yeah
2: okay no No. he had to have drugged her because i'm sorry skelly doesn't seem like that heavy of a sleeper
1: yeah so she, he he had to have drugged her.
0: Well maybe the little chip in her neck has those nanobots or something and so Crycheck is off screen and he's just like powering her down or something.
2: Well he he I
1: wouldn't be surprised if you could use that chip for like more than we realize. But he yeah, he obviously like did something non kosher to her. And that also some people bring it up with, you know, how did Scully get pregnant? And, like, did he did he do something with the chip? Did he, you know, was that involved? Um,
2: but yeah, because they thought maybe, like, he fixed the chip while she was there or something.
1: I don't know. The whole thing's a little weird and creepy. Which is basically how I describe William B. Davis at all so, times.
0: Okay, so you're reducing this episode to he wanted to become a grandfather.
1: <laughs> no, I just, I've heard that.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, no, I don't.
2: That's
1: not part of our...
2: No. Nope.
1: Nope. So. <laughs> and I agree on most things in the X Files. That's yep. not part of it.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Um. At any anyway, rate, yeah. So um, Cure for cancer. Um,
1: Scully gets played.
2: I like though that Scully dishes Mulder, and boy is yeah. Now, now
1: he knows what it feels oh. like. He he was really yeah. angry. And he was, like, like a little possessive.
2: um, Oh, he's a drama
0: queen in this episode. Oh, he
2: was a drama queen. You're right.
0: She says she's fine. She's in trouble.
2: (laughs) I mean, obviously he's got
1: some bad history with Cancer Man, but... um, I don't know. Plus, I feel like part of William B. Davis's plan was to be like, how can I put Jillian Anderson in this really hot dress <laughs> in this episode? Like, when Stephen King wrote his episode, he's like, Dana Scully in a bathtub scene. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like this. Like, even though Mulder is, you know, a little hyped up, I, I think it's that scene at the end... Um, when they go to find the information on the disc and he's, like, got his arms up in, like, the doorway.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: is like a, it's, like, an intense scene. I really like it.
2: Um, I know, but that's when he's got the full-on drama. I mean, I don't get me wrong, I love that scene as well. Yeah. It's really powerful, and it really shows, seriously, just how PO'd Mulder is. Um, but, like, oh, my God, he's just, like, he's just oozing. Yeah. Pouting.
1: It works for him, though.
2: <laughs> it does work it makes for him. It
1: good. Look good. Um, baby. But it is a really intense scene. Um,
2: but to talk about the episode, so you know, it is about um, that kid Jason who um, t- I think his head, right was cured through an angel, and it looked like the microchip. So. Um, and you know We get Cancer Man saying Hey we got a cure for cancer But you can't tell Mulder So you gotta come away with me And then we get like a good giant boob shot I don't know about you guys But it was just like <laughs> I get that you're putting the, the microphone there But let us just zoom in on Jillian's boobs
0: Did Especially when you're watching it on HD On Netflix
2: I know. It's, can we Make can a little bit obvious like, please but anyway so um and then yeah he drugs her that's what i'm going with and then changes her into whatever
1: um there's that great scene in the car between where they talk about scully's relationship with Muller. <laughs> i don't know like why they decided oh, to yeah. like he's just like let's discuss the shipper moments and <laughs> um and that was that was a an interesting insight into her character that he has um i think i enjoy that i feel like he's like he's like always there like watching the footage of Mulder and skelly through the years with like some popcorn seeing how oh, it's going <laughs> um yeah he's and um,
2: the whole you know that line um you die for him but you want to love yourself to love him, to love him.
1: Wow.
2: right in the fields, cancer mm-hmm. man right in the fields. <laughs> Um, it's true she
1: it takes her some although by this point she i think she's made more progress than he realizes but um don't tell don't don't tell david um let's see what else um marjorie butters Right? Isn't that her name? The old right, uh, the uh, yeah. like hundred and
2: eighteen year old. It's
1: not a real name. That's like margarine butters. <laughs> yeah, seriously, so, so margarine butters,
2: margarine.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh my god, this is this is butters' mom. You oh, <laughs>
1: know that Scully tries to like wear a wire and like mail it to Mulder. <laughs> yeah, we like
2: needed the boob shot scenes. Yeah, like wait, wait,
1: there you go. Um, that was never gonna work, though. Oh, and okay. the, the syndicate, like, headquarters. <laughs> um, I love that it's just not there. It was only there for, like, that one moment where yeah. still there, and they're like, nope, gotcha.
2: Or just on a party, in an abandoned building party.
1: Yeah, they could have had a rave.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Anyway, so this episode revolves around, um... CSM basically offering Scully the cure not just to cancer, but to all human illness, Mm -hmm. um, which is presumably why the candy he offers her in the car is a (laughs) lifesaver. And, uh, you know, it's a lot to do with his mortality as well because we find out that he is dying and the reason he's dying is because of some brain surgery he's apparently had fairly recently. So let's touch on that real quick because... You know, we saw that in Six Extinction, he has the brain surgery to become a little bit more alien, presumably so that he can uh survive the alien Holocaust. And
1: I guess he was it I would assume he got it from uh, because they're obviously related and that's why they chose him for it, right? It would be Right. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know that that's discussed in depth.
0: But. Well, it's also because you know he wants to just protect himself as well yeah. doesn't he
1: he's a selfish bastard yes <laughs> so
0: if he had that brain surgery done presumably he's done other stuff since then to try and become more of a hybrid or whatever so that he can survive when the aliens do invade because he knows that that's imminent because that's going to happen in 2012 oh my god that's coming up mm-hmm. Uh, or not it's it it didn't happen but presumably he he continued down that path and so if he is in the revival in present time um maybe he succeeded in becoming a hybrid and that's how he actually survived the missile shooting him in the face in the truth no no no. coming out of
1: his eye
0: but they didn't pierce the base of the neck
1: how
0: can like your entire oh. body burn and like? <laughs> what? Well, I, I was just I was just sort of thought, thinking on this, earlier, I was thinking okay, well maybe that's what they're gonna say because he, because Tiffany said it a few episodes ago that, or well, maybe he was a super soldier, and that's how he survived. Well, no, because that's why he was hiding out there because that was the one place the super soldiers couldn't go. But the missile hitting him, well, if he became an alien the missile may have blown his face off but if it didn't
2: I'm still just it, waiting
0: for if the it didn't pierce his neck then he's okay I
1: that's how I picture him I picture like a yeah, that
2: pie. giant pile of ash smoking a cigarette um like a cartoon like, a, with
1: like just Mr.
2: like Mr. Mulder yeah. yeah yeah that's how uh, I did it. Like, like <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah they're gonna do a crossover with the Muppet the new Muppets show aren't they? yeah
2: yeah, with the eyes and like little eyebrows and um and then like yeah smoking a cigarette Mr. Mulder Okay.
0: Anyway, so maybe in the revival he'll just be eating bacon instead, and that's why they'll be calling him Cancer Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: From the process, right? <laughs> I can't blame him for that. I so, can blame
0: him for a lot, but not that. And there's, there's got to be, there's basically got to be more there to it because I'm trying to make sense of this episode, and you know. Granted, he's trying to manipulate Scully and get him, get her to do what he wants her to do throughout this episode. So it's all about him getting this disc that has the cure for all, hu- all of human suffering. And we think it's selfishly because he wants to become, um, if not immortal, he at least wants to ease his own suffering. And yet, once he does get that at the end he just throws it into the lake so i mean that kind of kind of maybe supports my he wants to be alien theory because he doesn't even care about the information on the disc but if the information on that disc is actually the cure for all human illness then by him just nonchalantly dropping it into the lake at the end of this episode i think that's probably the most evil thing that he actually does throughout the entire series well, he is evil, so...
1: Well, I mean, if you talk to William B. Davis about it, he sees him as the good guy, which is an interesting perspective. <laughs> um, but he will full-on argue that with you, that he was actually um, doing what needed to be done. I don't agree. Well, much. okay,
2: plain devil's advocate, I mean, I guess I could say, like, there's overpopulation, so... <laughs> if you cured every illness, you would...
0: And have lots of poverty and Yeah. Well the day uh, we've talked about it on this podcast before that at one point during the show they talk about the world population being five billion people. Yeah. And in yeah. the ten years since that episode aired, we're now up to seven billion people. Yeah, it's he, um, she's no longer his one in five billion,
1: it's one in seven right. billion.
0: Yeah. At the week that we're recording this podcast, China have lifted their one child policy. So uh, I didn't might, even hear
1: about that yeah so we might be hitting work.
0: 10 billion um, before the revival who knows oh gosh
1: China it's really it's well, China.
0: No, not before the revival actually because that would be the opposite of Scully's pregnancy of 20 <laughs> months so that would be okay so
1: So. by the time there... season
0: 11 comes out
1: yeah
0: I forgot where I was going with
1: that <laughs> um, I'm still back in China I'm like I they're now allowed two children, so. Um, all right, yeah. Go, China. I actually went to school with um, like a ch- student from China. I went to like a, a boarding school, and um, we had a Chinese student. She was like, "Yeah, no, I'm just my parents' only child, and they're not allowed to have another." And it's like weird seeing it like in person, someone who's been affected by it. So, um, now Mulder and Scully are gonna have. Meet me. me. <laughs> It was this bad. I was going to be like, well, if he hits 10 billion, maybe he'll have, like, two people in 10 billion It's wrong. It's it's going to be one in one 10 billion.
0: <laughs> well, no, because Diana's already dead, so...
1: Well, it was never Diana anyway. <laughs> Go away, David. Ooh. Besides, they got divorced, so... That's if they were married.
0: Pendril could have been his.
1: Pendril wishes...
0: Poor Pendrel. He was
1: Her so nice.
0: Pindrel. Don't speak ill of the dead.
1: I don't speak ill.
2: Anyway, nice. well, except for right. Anyway, except for
1: Diana because she
2: deserves
0: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On me. Any, yes. Anything did. else? No. <laughs> then let's go to Chimera. I know that you haven't bothered to watch any of the episodes that we've talked <laughs> about tonight. Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa!
1: Just not all of them. Very recently. I have I know you
0: have seen them At some point Otherwise I would be scared Going into this podcast With you But uh, Chimera I, The ones that we've seen I mean FIFA was kind of yeah, You know Thinking Maybe I wouldn't But I did watch it And then Chimera It was kind of like The last one Of this whole bunch That we talked about And I was kind of thinking About Skiffing rewatching it But I didn't And I'm so glad That I didn't Because it was so much better Than I remember it Being
1: Oh, there's some good uh, stuff in it. I really, uh, love I've really
0: enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, Scully um, talking to Mulder, like when you buy my cold, dead, lifeless body. Um, that's one of my favorite scenes. It's, there's oh, some good
0: stuff. I like his reply. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's I, good.
2: I use the, um, the phrase "I want to take a two week shower and sleep until spring" like all the time. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah there's some good like banter and um, obviously there's that fun um, not in the widely understood definition of the term that my shipper heart enjoys but um, of course that line has
0: double meaning Yes. because uh, Helen who asks it also has a significant other but not in the widely understood definition of that term yeah
1: (laughs) very uh, true
0: very true yeah thank you <laughs> uh yeah i mean it's uh, i guess it's a good episode there's some very good sort of fairy tale kind of qualities to it with the ravens and the mirrors and the mysterious keys and even the the teaser which takes place at easter has kind of a alice in wonderland kind of vibe with all the yeah. easter bunnies hopping about and stuff and
2: really like all sounds cancel and cuddle well not re- no like brothers grim there we
0: go yes yeah um so. but yeah i mean obviously it's a jekyll and hyde episode and yeah, you know, that's kind of the the running theme throughout this is that we have a lot of duality we have you know the the haves and have nots in this kind of community uh where the stuff goes down we have the juxtaposition of Mulder living it up um, not Poor wanting, Scully. not to win capers while Scully is stuck in surveillance, um, and then of course we had the the revelation that the killer prostitute is actually the preacher who's going in trying to save those women. Yeah. So a lot of uh, doubles going on in this episode, and yeah,
1: hence the chimera title.
0: Exactly, but uh, it's a fun episode. Um, it is not quite sure how the wife of a policeman can afford that lifestyle, but other yeah. than that...
1: <laughs> maybe she's got family money.
0: Yeah, maybe she's one of the Walders. Yeah. Yeah, she has a summer home in Kwanakotag. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. Yeah, that was really nice. He's Drake Hunt.
2: I mean, I'm just saying. Mm. So. um, Yeah, I'm trying to think what else to say about this. Not as creepy as other episodes, but still kind of interesting.
1: My favorite part of the episode, I think, or my favorite line, is always going to be like Skelly, like her little monologue about how much she hates Mulder in this moment, on this stakeout. Um, And she says, I looked it up, she says, Mulder, when you find me dead, my desiccated corpse propped up, staring lifelessly through the telescope at drunken frat boys peeing and vomiting into the gutter, just know that my last thoughts were of you. And how I'd like to kill you. Um, Who is she? Can- this? <laughs> she's she's so like she doesn't get credit enough for like her snark because you don't see it a lot, um, but she, she can she you, can oh, deliver. God. She she can definitely deliver when she wants to. So I like seeing that side of Scully.
0: Definitely, me too. All right, thumbs up, all around, then on that one.
1: Yeah,
0: all right. All right, let's go into the quiz.
1: All right. us okay.
0: see how this goes And <laughs> uh, I think um, Last episode was the first time That you didn't get a perfect 5 out of 5 Oh, oh well. So Let's see if you can just redeem so yourselves a rib. <laughs>
1: Was that
0: really the first time? The rib of knowledge? I don't know I know usually you guys get 5 And Tiffany usually gets 2 <laughs> <laughs> So Tiff. Sorry
2: Tiffany <laughs> Oh, it's okay
0: um, so yeah, let's go into let's go into the quiz then. All
2: right. Okay.
0: Question one. Well, what is the name of the sketch artist in X-Cops?
1: Isn't it Freddy? Yes, no. No. He no. was talking about Freddy Krueger. Um. Um. Well, wait,
2: wait. Well. I
1: No, no. I know this. I know this. Um. Hey, bring the sketch out, can I, he asked for like a ride back um no, it's not, it's like Freddy, it's um
2: yeah, it's like cause I it's like it's I, I, I honestly was that? going to maybe even say Freddy, so I'm a little Rip, confused
1: is it Ricky? It's Ricky, isn't it Ricky?
2: Ricky, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, Ricky. it's
0: Ricky it is Ricky alright, alright
2: thank you, oh, uh, yeah, cause I was like, I honestly well, was going okay I mean,
0: alright okay, okay. okay. Question two. In first-person shooter, what is the kill code to destroy the game?
2: Uh, okay, so you had that woman in
0: the long-coming one to then Terrible,
1: Sashie.
0: Um, okay. I love how your thought process is you have to recite the entire episode to get up to that point.
1: Um, <laughs> Uh. Right, because the Phoebe and. They. they, And he doesn't want her to do it. Um. And she's entering it.
2: Well, like, she has to enter it because, like, she needs to. Destroy. Ends- program it. I mean, like. I mean, it's. Oh my god, I feel like. It's like a,
1: it. a keystroke, isn't it? It's like a keystroke. It's not like, like they don't enter. Like, it, there's like a disc for like kills or what, but it's like a keystroke that they do. Like, it's like keys on the k- keyboard. And then, <laughs> I don't know. I have like no idea. We could just stop because As- there's no way. I
2: thought <laughs> As- the kill code was that one chick's name.
1: Matreya. Um, it's not Matreya.
0: Okay, well.
1: I don't think, it's, or J blue afterglow. It's not.
0: J blue
2: afterglow.
0: It's shift alt bloodbath.
2: That so you were right, it with a keystroke. So. So. I was never going to get the bloodbath. I could come <laughs>
1: up with like shift and alt. Command <laughs> uh, like command um, enter,
0: control
2: shift delete. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: control C, control V. Okay. Question three in Thief. What ailment does Petey's landlady suffer from?
1: Does she have rheumatism, Jessica?
0: Oh my gosh, hold on.
2: Can I get some of that poultice? I feel like she has arthritis. <laughs> oh she's, God. she's like, my back's bothering me again. Can I say her back's bothering me again?
0: Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. I had back pain written down, but okay. I would probably have accepted any of those previous answers. <laughs> okay, question four. In Honor Me, where does Cobra ask Scully to meet him?
1: The Cove.
0: What's the name of the Cove?
1: Um, oh, come on. Hold on. No, I know. he. She gets a note at dinner, right? Like under her uh-huh. plate. Um, and she takes the boat. I'm on a boat. I always think of the,
2: I'm on a boat. Calico. <laughs> right? Calico.
0: Yes, Calico okay. Cove.
2: So I'm trying to think something to do with my cat. So, sorry. I was thinking, seriously thinking of Cat, Cove, Cove. Not even kidding, okay.
0: Question uh, five. In Chimera, what is the number on the mysterious key? Uh, oh my gosh. Uh,
2: hopefully... Uh, it's gonna be I don't a difficult
1: think you. um There's a number on it. My my like gut reaction anytime, time like someone asks for like a number in the X Files is like forty two. But I don't think that's it, obviously. Um
2: I'm not gonna lie, I'm trying really hard to concentrate, but uh.
0: Just take mm. a wild guess. Is it know. well it we can wrap this up?
1: <laughs> I want it's not like six, six, six. Is it just like six?
0: It is six.
1: Nice. Okay. Uh I don't know where
2: that came from.
1: <laughs> I think it was
2: the Did six of yeah, just just Amazing. Awesome. Uh, um cool. all right,
1: take that, Tiffany. Take that, Tiffany.
0: Four out of five again. Alright, well, whatever just I, 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 to be to be fair i feel like the past few podcasts i've given you some fairly easy questions so this one and that last one you've had some harder ones this one particularly so you've done good four Ooh. out of five so bad. so Solid. well done um Listeners, I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, please go to xfiles talkxfiles.com and click on that Amazon link. Get your Christmas shopping done there. Cyber Monday is coming up a couple of days away. Go do your shopping there. A little bit of the money you spend will come back, help support us. While you're there, send us some listener questions. You can also send me questions through Facebook and Twitter. I'm David T. Howard on both of those. Jessa Roy, how can people get in touch with you guys and everybody else from X-Files News?
1: I'm at Boston3346, and obviously um, any social network, it's X-Files News, you, all of them, I think we have all social networks. You can always yep. find us on Very even like, the most random social networks, but Jessa, for you.
2: Um, my Twitter is at jessaschlitt, uh, S-C-H-L-I-T-T, um, and same for pretty much
0: all my other social media, so... And that's and, it. And uh, go to the website, xfiles.news, right? hmm Yes. And that's where you can get all of your xfiles.news ad.
1: Exactly.
0: And that is it uh, for this week's podcast. Uh, we will be back next week, or I will be back, um, and we're going to be discussing um, the end of Season 7 and the end of an era. Jeez, we're going to do all, no. all things through the requiem, so. uh, It's going
1: to be harsh. a rough podcast. Yeah, you harsh.
0: And that is it for this episode. Uh, maybe you think it was our best podcast yet, or maybe you think it was an incomprehensible mess. I guess it all depends how they edit it together.